And, um, you know, as we talked about this morning in our Master Life class, yielding to God's will, to really embrace new beginnings, you know, because people throw that phrase out all the time. Actually, when people start a new year, they're always talking about, yeah, it's going to be a new beginning. And as we talked about that, new beginning be lasting like a week and a half, two weeks, and then we right back into our default. You know, every time you hear God say something that you know is impacting your life, your thought is, man, I didn't realize that. You're going to hear some stuff today be like, I didn't realize that. But what God wants us to do is not just to mental assent to what you hear. Because you'll hear something and you'll go, you know what? Man, that's true. I need to change. And the devil don't mind you saying that as long as you don't change. He doesn't even mind you making an effort to change. He doesn't mind. He doesn't mind that. Long as you hold on to your will, as we talked about in our early service. If you don't submit your will to God's will, he's like, go ahead, do your thing. Long as you're in control, I'm happy. Long as you still got your pride and you got your way of doing things and your personal preferences, you know, I'm good. But if you submit your whole will to God, I'm in trouble because you're going to fulfill purpose and design. Right? So, so new beginnings is going to take a new mindset. See, every time God says in Isaiah 43, 19, it's our foundational scripture. Well, I know it's the scripture on our, uh, our wristbands we handed out for uh, New Year's. If you don't have them, they have them for you. Uh, but God says, I'm doing a new thing. Now, the tough thing is people hear that scripture and they go, well, where's the new thing? Well, it's going to start with you having a new mindset. You can't bring the old mindset into a new level. Just like the Bible says you can't put uh, old wine in, in uh, or new wine in old wineskins. Now, again, it's not telling you to drink wine. because they, they, Don't let me get into a whole sermon on that. Mess everybody up. But, but what is, back in the day when they would drink their juice, they would put it in these wineskins in these bags and it would, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you couldn't drink it right away. There wasn't no refrigeration or anything. So it would, it would get old and it would ferment and create toxins. And the gases would expand the bags to capacity. So when they finally drank or emptied it, if you put new wine, new juice into it, then it would have gases if you left it around for a while and it would break the bag. And so the same thing with us. If we try to take this new life or this new beginnings and we try to, to, try to stuff it into our old uh, way of doing things, um, eventually something's going to break. And, 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 and normally it's us, right? All right, so, so it's going to take a new mindset. Why? Because it's difficult to embrace the new when, you've, when you're anchored in the old. It's difficult to embrace the new when you're anchored in the old. It's your default. You know, we talked about it this morning with uh, 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 the contrast between our will and God's will and how anytime God's will comes up, there's going to be a level of conviction. Because realistically, very few of us are actually living for God's will. That's not me putting nobody down. That's just because it's hard because you're in this world. So what happens is there's going to be conviction. Now, sometimes the conviction uh, will trigger a response of defense. Well, you know, nobody's perfect, you know, uh, you know, because you, you, the conviction hits you like, I ain't doing God's will. Hey, 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 nobody's perfect. You doing God's will? Well, don't talk to me about it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a default, right? 
or sometimes it'll 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 if you really hard it'll it'll trigger a, a solid defense man ain't nobody trying to do all that man you know you know who are you to say i need to do that how do i know that's god's will you know you just trip like that but but if it really affects you if conviction really has its intended effect is an agent of change conviction should facilitate change it should facilitate i'm doing something new actually you know what it should facilitate something called repentance since you see i'm going in a certain direction and i'm going to turn away and go in another direction if it really has a take it should facilitate that should now it doesn't always because what our default is well i just want to do what's comfortable and convenient for me why I, I, i've been this way a long time <laughs> you know what i'm saying so hey, or or or, or the, what we say the victim mentality is well can't nobody change it's too late now now you're basing that on it's too late or you basing that on how you've been up to that point because the only way i'm going to know if it's too late lewis is if i try to change and it don't take i gotta at least make an effort right Right, so, 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 so that's the goal. New beginnings is a change word, right? That's what it means. It's, it's, it's a change word. It's going to challenge you to do something different, not the same thing. So let's go to 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5. I know I reference Isaiah 43:19. We definitely going to be hitting that. So you can have that in your notes ahead of time. So 2 Corinthians 5, uh, verse 17. It's a scripture we talk about here a lot, but we're going to embrace it a little different today, okay? It says, uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ. So when you see that word in, think of inside, right? If any man be inside Christ, uh, the anointed one and the anointed. I heard them praying about uh, put that anointing on me when you order my steps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, you know, just take me to a whole nother level, right? So if anybody be in Christ, he's what? A new creature, a new design, right? It says, uh, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, you have a couple of, couple of adjectives in there. You got become and you got passed. So all things are passed away. So probably when you're in Christ, it ain't going to be like day or night. You're not going to go from, you know, living in the sinful nature to totally live in super spiritual, but you're passing old things away. You ever seen a, a, a rocket uh, leaves uh, the earth realm, you know, it's stacked. But every time it goes to another level, another dimension, it sheds off something. You know, it ends up, it ends up being a capsule because it can't take everything to every level, right? So same thing, as you continue to grow in Christ, you, you should be shedding off something. But if you're trying to carry everything you've been or everything you're comfortable with or everything you've fallen into to every levels of Christ, see, something's going to weigh you down from elevation. That's why you got to shed off that old life, right? The Bible says, lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us in uh, Hebrews 12, 3, right? All right, so all things are passed away. Behold. Like, behold is almost like, hey, oh, look, check it out. All things become new, become in a process of becoming new. So if you're still stuck in the same ways, doing the same thing, uh, having the same funk, same habits, same vices, 
something's wrong with that picture. And, and in our life, we're not taught to measure things. Like we're not taught to look at the reality of, our, of what's ha- actually happening in our lives. We're taught to compartmentalize things. So every time we recognize that something we're not doing in our life, we'll focus on what we are, right? So let's say if, 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 if I'm not really totally in God's will, See if I do this, now what? All right, so if I'm not really focusing on God's will, I might go, yeah, but I got straight A's. Like, like you say, I'll, I'll try to find something where I can pump myself up. Yeah, but how many degrees do you have? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, how big your house? My house bigger than yours, you know, or, or, or as a, a friend of mine, I'm going to put this out there. You know who you are. I grew up with, yeah, but I, I got money. You know, I got money in my pocket. You know, you pull out a knot all the time. I got money in my pocket. So we can, we can try to find something to not embrace the reality that we need to change. See, salvation is from the Greek word sozo. It means wholeness. It's every aspect of your life. So it's not compartmentalized. So if you, if you have a successful career but a funky family, that means you need salvation, right? Deliverance, because it's wholeness, right? Right, Lewis? Right? Or, or let's say if the family's going well, but everybody's sick with disease, you need some salvation, right? Right? Amen. Or let's say you get beat down by debt, you need some salvation because it covers your whole life. It's not compartmentalized. It's not limited to a career. It's not limited to uh, a pocketbook, right? It's everything, right? All right, so keep that in mind because in New Beginnings, now I, w- I want to embrace God's whole life. Yeah. I'm not settling for, you know, just less than what God has for me. I'm playing off of God's will for my life. But of it all, I wish you prosper, being healthy, even as your soul prospers. Didn't you quote that scripture yesterday, sir? Uh, Third John 2. That's, all, that's your whole life. Right? Not just a part of it, your whole life. All right, so keep that in mind because we're talking about new beginnings. Old things are passed away, all things become new. So it's going to be a new mindset. All right, so uh, Romans 12. Let's slip over to Romans 12. Right, so, so we talked about this this morning. I'm going to slip this in here when we get, while we're going to Romans 12. So if it's going to be new beginnings and a new mindset, you can't use the excuses that you've used in the old life. Right? Because now it's, it's, I'm shifting a new beginning is a new beginning and living out God's will. Right? Not my will. So I'm not a morning person. Right? That's called an excuse. So, so uh, Nate wants to work out, so he calls me up and says, his Pastor Keith want to work out. Hell, ho, ho, bro. What time? And he says, I figure we get out there about 5 o'clock in the morning. Yo, bro, I ain't a morning person. What am I saying to Nate? Don't even call ask me. Don't hold me accountable to getting up in the morning because I'm not a morning person. Then he says, okay, okay, all right. Well, you know, Pastor, I'm trying to take it to another level, so I, I want to read more. So let's, let's make a pact that we'll read a certain amount of chapters a day so we can grow in God. Hey, ho, 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 dude, I'm, I'm not a reader. What am I saying to Nate? Oh, don't even ask me to read. I'm not a reader. Don't hold me accountable to reading. I'm not a reader. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a reader. And I'm lazy. So basically, I'm saying, Nate, don't ask me nothing. 
because you can't hold me accountable because I already told you I was lazy, right? See, all these little different little things we've picked up to excuse ourselves from reading, from discipline, from getting up in the morning, from coming to church more than just Sunday, right? See, see all these little uh, landmines that we set up, all these little justifications, that's our will. Well, if, if we're going to really embrace new beginnings, we got to embrace God's will. Something has to take place. There has to be an exchange taking place, right? We got to give up. Our, see, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 6.20, our life is not our own. We've been bought with a price. So glorify God in your, in your, uh, in your spirit and in your body. 1 Corinthians 6.20. See, 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 we, not, so, so this year, we're not going to just be talking about how we love God. Because some of y'all, okay, this couple, we married them, so y'all married. So Terrence said he loves you, but he ain't never home, and he never take you out, and he never said, he, I, I, mean, he, I mean, he ain't really think about you. You know, you, you're, you're, an access, you're an accessory. I'll let you know when I need you. Maybe for intimacy or when I want to show the fellas I got a nice looking woman, I just, I just roll with you like that. How's that rolling? No, no, there needs to be some corresponding actions, correct? No, Right? That's amen. Corresponding actions. Like, like, don't just tell me. Right, so, so that's Natalie. What do you think God thinking? We go around saying how much we love him, but we still doing our will. So, 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 I, I remember uh, we did a premarital with them. No, I'm not really getting on them, Tatum, that much. I'm just, I'm just using them as an example. It's not, I'm not serious, Tatum. Yeah, leave my mom and daddy alone. Right. So, so, so listen, so, but I remember when we did the, the courtship, so hopefully Terrence won't mind me saying this. So, so, so Terrence came in as a promoter, you know, you know, that Terrence right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big, big time promoter. Right. But that wasn't going to harmonize with uh, a covenant in God. So now he had a choice that was his will and he had God's will for his marriage. So he had a choice. Then, you know, it's not like he was a, a, I'm telling all his business, but it's not like he was a virgin when they met, right? Right. <laughs> that was an amen from the brother right there. But to go into a covenant, it was not having sex, right? Going into a covenant. Do you remember that? Look, 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 Terrence had flashbacks. You know, I remember in the six months, they was at six months, he said, man, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it. You know, like they did it, right? So, so what did he do? He gave up his will for God's will. Even though it didn't even write right with his mind. Like, I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you see it now, but I'm just saying, you know, you like, are, are y'all serious? Yeah, we serious. <laughs> right? Do you understand what I'm saying? God is saying, how much do you really value me? He said, okay, I have a new beginning for you. I'm giving you an opportunity. This is the scripture says, come to your first love, as uh, Misty was teaching about in the, uh, the seven churches, right? Which letter are you? He says, hey, you have a new opportunity to put me first. Like, like I've been having all this stuff waiting on you, but the Bible says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness, all things be added unto you. You have need of patience after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. He says, so now you have an opportunity to do my will, independent of the circumstances. 
If you do my will, oh man, I got so much waiting for you because everything I have for you is, is for my will, not for yours, right? All right, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as we keep talking. So, we, so in this new beginning, we have a new mindset, Romans 12, uh, 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a what? Living sacrifice, continual sacrifice, right? Holy and acceptable unto God, which is what? Your reasonable service, the least you can do. And then verse two says, and be not conformed to this world. That's what your will is. Your will is tempted to conform to the world, right? It says, but be, uh, where am I? Uh, it said, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Look, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and what? Perfect will of God. Right? So it says, don't be conformed, but transform. Right? Don't be conformed, but transform. If I'm transformed, I'm evolving. I'm, look, I'm laying, the old is passing away. All is becoming new. Right? Old is passing away. All is becoming new. Tame, you want to come up here with me? He can come up here with me. He probably start. He probably chill out once he come up here. He want to preach. <laughs> all right. So, so old things are passed away. All things are become new. Right. So that means I'm transforming. I'm evolving. So this new mindset. Okay. Cause, cause a lot of times, you know how you feel overwhelmed. It's like you're thinking about everything instead of the only thing. And, and, but God said, I've given you a sound mind, a clear thinking mind. Uh, second, second, uh, second Timothy one, seven. Have not given you a spirit of fear, worrying about everything, but I've given you power, love, and a sound, a clear thinking mind. So that sound mind is the mind of Christ. You know why the mind of Christ, uh, Philippians 2.5, you know why the mind of Christ is so important? Because it says he was obedient unto death. I'm not here to do my will. I'm here to do the will of the Father. Here, this person had all power, could be a rock star, and was like, listen, man, I'm not even, I can't even think about me. And so when we are submerged in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things become new. We're now our mindset is God's will. And now we attract all the blessings that helps us to facilitate God's will. Now we're not running through quicksand. Now we're not. We have a, more than enough, but we still feel a void. Because it's not about having stuff. It's about his will and the stuff assists you in facilitating that will. Right? Right? It's not, it's not even about, listen, there's plenty of people that achieve goals and it's still empty. I'm not going to mention the, the, the show my wife been watching the last couple of days. Person got a lot of money, but lost their mind. I won't say no names. I know some of y'all don't watch the show. See, I ain't say the name. Could be any show. But y'all know what I'm talking about. All right. So anyway, so because I'm not going to do that. So a sound mind is, uh, is having a mind of Christ. Um, so that new beginning is a new mind. It's a sharp mind. It's a sharp mind. So, so a sharp mind, you have to make tough decisions, but you have the responsibility to not to be stuck in what you knew. See, so when I have a new mindset, I'm responsible enough not to be stuck in what I knew or where I've been or what I've done. That's the most dangerous thing in the world, to be stuck in accolades and accomplishments and, and haves and have-nots. Because now you've lost sight of God's will. 
Now you, you're trying to please man. Like, like, like why, why won't you grow? Why can't you hear a pastor sometimes? Because you stuck in what you knew. It don't harmonize with what you knew. God's trying to do a new thing, give you new information, but you stuck. That doesn't line up with what you knew. Well, what you knew has yielded the results that you have. If, you, if we're honest with ourselves, right? If we're really measuring ourselves, the fruit in your life is based on what you saw. And it's based on what you've knew. I'm talking about the whole, see, we're talking about the whole picture. Don't, don't keep leaning to, yeah, but I'm very successful in this. No one has created formulas like me ever in the world. That's wonderful. Right, right. but see, it's fulfillment that impacts lives to fulfillment. Everything in God's will is I'm fulfilled, my cup runneth over into lives, fills them up, and their cup runs over. Right? There's no uh, retirement. Like I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm over here in some corner just sitting around doing nothing. I'm, God has designed us to impact lives. Is your life impacting lives? Or are you still sucking the life out of people? Is your life sucking the life out of people? It's, did I say that with an edge? Oh, I was just checking. I was, you know, I was trying to be nice today. Is your life sucking the life out of people? Okay, ask them. <laughs> yeah, ask them. I mean, is your whole life a bunch of hoops? Everybody got to jump around. Or get around the landmines. Whoa, I almost got blown up there, you know. I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> we were just going out to eat. We were just going out to eat the dinner. But all the landmines, you know, I, the whole meal almost blew up. Because there's always landmines. There's always an issue. There's always a complaint. There's always a hoop to jump through. That's a, a fulfilled person don't do that. People are excited to be around you. When they wake up in the morning, they're looking for you. Not running from you. Right? When you call their name, they, hey, <laughs> opportunity to be with you. Or when you call their name, oh, man, what in the world now? Right? See, it's a whole nother flow, all right? So new beginnings, new mindset, sharp mind. It's a trained mind, renewed, renewed in the spirit of your mind. It's not a double mind, confused. Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways in James chapter 1. It's not a blind mind, cl uh, clouded by what was and what happened. See, so, so for new beginnings, I can't be clouded by what was and what happened. I got to cast down all imaginations, every high thing, exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought into captivity to obedience to Christ Jesus. Y'all should know that scripture by heart. We talk about it all the time here in 2 Corinthians 10. Something Pastor Mel has said, uh, I forgot which teaching it was, but she said, uh, you know, new beginnings is, 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 is going to be the end. Uh, how can I say it? I'm, I'm trying to quote exactly what she said, it, but it's going to be the end of everything we've been. And then she said, you gotta ask yourself, are you gonna take this, how I've been, what I've done, the weight that I've carried, are you gonna take that into your new beginning? Are you gonna, I'm not talking about the things you celebrate, you know, cause you, you know, we pump up the highlights. I ain't talking about the highlights, I'm talking about the stuff you're hiding. Are you gonna take what you're hiding into your new beginning? 
Are you going to smuggle it in? You know, like a Trojan horse. The adversary gets to ride into your new beginnings, your new dreams, your new life, your new relationship. He gets to ride in because you never let go some things. So, so, you, so, so he sits back. He's he, 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 he hanging out with you the whole time. Every level you go to, ooh, this is, hey, that looks nice, you know. Ooh, looks real good up here. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, it looks wonderful, yeah. This is sweet. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to love to tear this one down. No, no, let's, let's take it to another level. No, no, I won't get in your way. Go ahead. Yeah. Woo-wee. Man, I'm telling you, you are phenomenal. You, uh, you might as well just go to another level while you're here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, don't mind me. I'll just come along with you. Ah, yes. Oh, look, you got all these people rolling with you. Ah, yeah. They look real inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, look at them. Everybody's coming around, celebrating you, talking about you. You're the man. Yeah, I'm about to blow this whole thing up. I just need a couple more people following. Yeah. No, 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 no. Come up on this level, too. This, it'll support you. Everybody come up here. No, no, trust me. Plenty of support underneath. Just, can't, just come on. Hey, you want to come too? Hey, hey, you want to come? Hey, 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 you want to come? Everybody, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, now I'm about, to, I'm about to kick the legs from all under this. And not only do you crash, but everybody around you crash. And, and, and you thought you crashed the day he kicked the legs from under you. No, you crashed when you brought him with you to every level. And you were so overconfident, so overconfident that no, that, that's everybody else. It don't happen to me. Oh, no, that's the person it does happen to. <laughs> it happens to the overconfident person. The person that's still in their will thinking that their control, their intellect can keep them from crashing. Now, the only way we're going to stop crashing is if we yield to him. The Bible says apart from him, we could do nothing. It did say some things. John 15, 5. Right, so, so, so that's the most important thing. And, and, and we talked about this this morning, man. We gotta, we, gotta, uh, we, gotta, we gotta go through some brokenness. We gotta break our will. Our will has been jacking up some things for the longest. You keep getting to these levels and falling and getting to this level and falling and getting to this level and falling. And then sometimes we ain't even getting to levels. And then sometimes we're kidding ourselves. We can't go into this new beginnings kidding our bit, not being honest with ourselves. Because honestly, God sees everything. And he's been telling you, hey, hey, no, don't do that. Well, what is, are you, ah, okay. Try to tell you. He's been telling you to be obedient to do the uncomfortable thing. But you, 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 you went into default. No, nah, no, nah, that, that, that wasn't God. How come it ain't God when it's something that's going to stretch you? But it's always God when it's something at your convenience. What type of God you listening to? Or are you listening to God? Or are you listening to your will? Right, it's just something to think about because he wants to uh, do some things. Um, uh, let's go to Psalm 71. Uh, I, I, I got this from Misty when she was teaching. I, I, Lord be putting together the sermon. I just, you know, I'm just... Which is like quick recognition, Terrence. You just as Lord saying, so, oh, that's a part of the sermon. So Misty was teaching, and I thought this was pretty powerful here. So Psalm 71, verse uh, 20. It says, Thou which has shown me great 
and sore troubles shall quicken me again. Keyword there is again. New beginning. And shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Oh, that's some restoration there. That's something new happening. Right? It says, no, look, thou shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. But it's indicating I'm great. <laughs> but it's also indicating my great ain't enough. God needs to elevate me to greatness. Hey, he says, I'm going to bring you up. I'm going to start you over. I'm going to reset you. I'm going to restore you. I'm going to renew you. I'm going to redeem you. I'm going to recreate you. I'm going to recounsel you. Right? All that's new beginning. What you going to do this time? You going to bring the old into the new? Or you going to embrace the new for real this time? You going to trust me? Or you going to lean to your own understanding? This scripture says, trust the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thine own understanding in all thy ways. How many? All. How many? All. All thy ways. Acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. All the ways acknowledge, is this line up with your will, Lord? Because I was about to go down there. It looks sweet, but if it don't line up with your will, I ain't going. Uh, we was uh, going over the Master Life class this morning, and in the, in the book, is uh, we're at Mass. We did the, uh, the Disciples Cross. Now we're doing the Disciples Personality. So in the book, uh, it was a couple, and the guy was a preacher. He was at a church, and you know, he's growing, and it's the next level for him to be in his own church or to work at another church. So he was getting offers, you know. So sometimes offers are bribes, sometimes they're purpose. Sometimes they're opportunity, sometimes it's purpose. So he's getting offers. So he was just turning them down. So his wife on the other, on, behind the scenes is like, is this fool done lost his mind? That's a big church, man. We be blowing up. Like, why, why do we take church? And so just, the wife talked to him and he says, well, sweetheart, uh, I don't believe it's God's will. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Let, God can work it out for us good. Let's just go. <laughs> but he didn't do it. And so, so she talked to the Lord, and the Lord gave her some word. And she realized, she says, God, I'm not in your will. I'm in my will. I'm bothered because my will is being inconvenienced. I never even asked what your will was. I just want relief when I want it. So uh, they eventually... Uh, got a church, the, the husband thought it was the right church. She says, I had never in my entire life experienced a church with this much love. And his people, he says, I'm so glad my husband listened to God. So I was thinking about us, you know, being in Charlotte. I had never been to Charlotte in our life. You know, I'm, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. We was living in Ohio at the time. The Lord sent me to Ohio to get my wife. And look, that wasn't my will. <laughs> My will, because I, was, I was pursuing professional basketball, would be staying in New Jersey. I was, I was moving up, you know what I'm saying? I was becoming a name, you know, like, I'll just stay here. But God's will was to go to Ohio. Thank God I went to Ohio when I met my wife, right? And actually, I found out what I was purposed to do. I found out what God's will for my life was. And I, I, y'all can look at this any way you want to, but I invested so much time in basketball but when I really look at it, where I was and how I was thinking, oh, I would have been a, I wouldn't have been the person y'all know. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Now, I wouldn't have told you that back then because I wasn't thinking about God's will. I was just thinking about I mean, it's something I'm good at. It's something everywhere I go I'm good at. Something they saying I'm good at. Surely this has to be God's will. 
But I never asked God. I just was like, based on the circumstances. Duh. We don't have to be rocket scientists here. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to them, you know. But, but God said go to Ohio. Man, they probably don't play basketball in Ohio. That's what I was thinking. It's, 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 it's real off. I've said that before. It's off. Obviously, they play basketball in Ohio, but, you know, something, something happens in your mind in Newark, <laughs> right? But, look, found my wife, and I found what I was purposed to do. And while I was doing it, uh, people was coming up to me. I was at a church, you know, I was, just, we was there for 18 years. I worked there, worked there for 12. And people, hey, when you're at your own church, how was the game the other day? I just changed the topic. Or I go, well, right now I'm serving here. I'm being faithful in another man's. Like, God ain't told me to have a church. That ain't my focus right now. See, see, I, I, I needed to complete some things. That's the thing is we abort the completion of our preparation for purpose. Right? So, so I just, hey, it wasn't God's will. It wasn't, I, and then when it started getting crazy, crazy is relative. I won't get into details, but it, it was getting a little uh, more difficult. <laughs> to endure but I kept looking at David no matter what happened David was like hey I just trust the Lord for this no matter what I just trust the Lord David was my mentor David in the Bible <laughs> like he was my mentor I just trust the Lord and an interesting thing is I was in an environment where now I'm known for what I'm doing so it would have been easy to start a church in that environment actually some people recommended it Hey, yeah, like, are you kidding? We, we, can, we can, at least a few hundred people, we can just do it here. Well, God says Charlotte, North Carolina, never been to Charlotte in our lives. But it was God's will. And I'm so happy because I've never been at a church with such loving people in my entire life. I've never been at a church with such great people in my entire life. We, hey, show up on Fast Week. Man, these people, listen, they anointed, they powerful, they got a heart for God. They could teach that word. They could preach that word. Or they shake up some stuff. I'd be sitting right there taking notes too. That's how I got Misty, Misty's scripture. <laughs> I was taking notes. <laughs> so I got my wife's stuff. I was taking notes. Right? So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a powerful atmosphere. Right? Some great folk. Right? So I, I couldn't have planned it if I tried. Like, I feel like I'm cheating because like, okay, if this is how you wanted to roll, but this seems like, you know, it would cost a little more than it's costing, you would think. But God knew what he wanted. It was his will for us to be in Charlotte. Right? It was his will. I didn't plan it. I did, wasn't, it wasn't lined up. First of all, uh, uh, Nate's in back there. I, I met Nate in Ohio. And uh, <laughs> I won't get specific, but I met him in Ohio. We probably could have had a, a we probably would have already been close but he wasn't obedient to God's will. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm, right? So then I ran into him. Look how God does stuff. Uh, I met him on how, and I would run into him at games, you know, certain games like, like you know, if I did chapel, I'm, I'm on the field. So I was always running him. That's when he had the cornrows, believe it or not. Right? So, <laughs> so then I ran into him here. Actually, I knew he was coming here before he came uh, from another turns out to be a mutual friend of ours I was playing basketball with. He said, yeah, my friend Nate's coming in Charlotte. I said, I know Nate. Um, but I always say, like, I know Nate. Well, we, see, we see each other high and by. We know who, who each other is. I said, but we never really sat down, sat down. 
I'm not going to say why, but we never <laughs> sat down, sat down. But another situation happened, and, and there he is right there. What, would you think that was Nate or, or Keith? It's God's will. Suppose I didn't come to Charlotte. You said, I was talking to you. I was talking to Lewis the other day, and I was telling him about my upbringing and the choices I was thinking of making. He said, nah, you made the right choice. Actually, he's the first person I talked to. He was like, well, glory to God, amen. Like, I'm telling about all the tragic stuff. He was like, yeah, glory to God, amen. He said, because if you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be here, and I wouldn't have met you. Amen, glory to God. Like, <laughs> so glad God took you through that pain, or really, I probably, I was disobedient. I took myself through the pain. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like God, like, but we take different little things for granted. We take the one conversation for granted, but the one conversation could facilitate your healing. We take the one challenge for granted, but one challenge could change your life for the rest of your life. We take the one sermon for granted, but some people are living and eating from that same sermon that's changing their life. Right? You think, oh, you think we all just showed up today because we sweet like that, right? Thousand places we could have been. No. She just said, order my steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He has a plan. I know our minds can't fathom it, and that's the thing. We're not God. See, if we were God, we, Jesus probably wouldn't have got on the cross. Like we talked about earlier, some of us couldn't be married because we wouldn't let Jesus on the cross. The way we parent, not my baby. And then we would have, we'd have said God, we'd have said it was God that he didn't get on the cross. No, God would never, he would never have nobody on no cross. That ain't God's will. Son, you done lost your mind. You crazy. But see, you had to be a Mary that was dialed in to God's will and knew that his sacrifice was going to change all of our lives. How many of y'all got Jesus in your house, but ain't letting them go on their cross? Uh-oh. Oh, look, 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 look. uh-oh. I see how that can go over. Not letting people go through their process to fulfill their purpose. Bailing them out. Enabling them. Where's all the amens? Amen. How come y'all ain't getting up and running around the church? Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Listen, come on. We're, we're, I mean, you know, dancing? <laughs> yeah, see, that's what, oh, how many of y'all could have been Jesus? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, listen, listen. Them talking about me one thing, God, but this right here? No, they, they kicking and all that and trying to whip me. No, I ain't the one. Ain't nobody worth that. First of all, they a bunch of sinners anyway. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. Listen, I don't do whips. <laughs> I don't do whips. I don't do whips. I don't do crosses. Then you want, I got to get on the cross and I'm carrying it too. Man, y'all, 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 you got me twisted. I had somebody else carry that thing and I'll think about it if I show up. It might sound funny, but I guarantee you that's how just about everybody in this room will be rolling. Because you're rolling like that now. Ain't nobody, try, ain't nobody nailing nothing through your wrist. Just asking you to come to church. 
Read the Bible. Pray. <laughs> Please, you got me twisted. Pray. Let's not pray for 15 minutes last week. Read. Come on now. I got too much other stuff to be doing to be reading the Bible. Yes, I said, look at what we're asked to do. And imagine if you was had to be Jesus. Obedient unto death. It's hard to be obedient under uncomfortable. So where's my amen? <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> where, where we at? What I'm, uh, see, again, I'm just saying like new beginnings is that. Because we always look for God, Lord, Lord. Okay, restore me, reset me, redeem me, deliver me. God said, no problem. But are you going to take bondage into my deliverance? Or are you going to get it out your mind? When I send you who I have for you to have, will, will they get punished for all the other relationships you've been in? When I send you to the church, I want you to be at. Will they get punished? Will they get the best of you? Or will they get some of you because of whatever, how everybody else treated you? Will they get punished for something that they didn't participate in? Uh-oh. Because that's what we're doing, right? Right now, we've been living out the effects of what's happened to us. God said, I have a new beginning. Now, can you live new in the new beginning? Can you start fresh with your commitment, with your focus, with your discipline? Can I be number one? Can you return to your first love? Can you? Can I get a shot all in? You want all of me, but can I get all of you? You got a couple of amens. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> All right. So the New Living Translation of Psalm 71, 20 through 21. Sister, are you committing? I'm playing. I'm playing. I was just joking, y'all. Just joking. I was just joking. All right. So uh, the New Living Translation says, you have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. You will restore me even to even greater honor and comfort me once again. So God is saying, can I get a shot at it? That's all. Just give me a shot, like a true shot, like a true commitment. So, so, so me and my wife, we get together. She's been through a lot in relationships. And so at first I was dealing with the effect of that, you know, like, you know, the, you know, people that looked around, messed around, talked around, you know, abusive or whatever, right? At, at, you know, early years, I was the beginning of it. And I was like, listen, I just need a, I need a true shot at this. Like, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there and I'm not them. I just need like, I need to be dealt with on my own merits here. Like, actually, I can't even make up for what they did because I don't know exactly the details of how they did it. <laughs> so, so, so I can, it's not, I can't, you know, I can't fix it, but I could, but I could be what you need. If you... Look, if you only let me help you, I know that's scripture, you know, uh, Isaiah 1, right, right? Yeah, so, so, so that's what God is saying. Hey, 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 I can be what you need if I can get all of you. 
Give me a shot. Because me, this, this is me. I, I don't know if I was sharing this with somebody recently. But, man, I was, I, man, listen, when I was in the world, I was all in. And, oh, we was having a conversation with my family. Uh, you're going to hear this, but it's cool. It's cool. Just teach a moment, teach a moment. So he's having a conversation with my family, you know, and people were talking about the stuff that they were doing worldly, but they was actually going to church also, right? And so the thought is, listen, ah, I got to figure out how to say it, you know. There's my cousin over there, say it, say it. Like, she be egging me, say it, All right? So I'm going to say it because I, I got to, you know, for a fact, you know, the person only knows and everybody else at the table knows. But but it was like I'm at church all the time. But I choose to do this also. And let's say the worldly unapologetic. But I but I, I know the unapologetic because that's how I was when I was in the world. Like I wasn't hiding nothing like like people around here be hiding like I want to hide. This is how this is how I live. And so I was driving home was from New Jersey, and I, said, I thought about it. I was meditating. I said, I, I know the difference. Because you know how you feel like something's different. I know what the difference was. The difference was when I was in the world, you didn't have to worry about me talking about the Lord. Because I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be Lord. Right? I wasn't. I mean, I, this, I'm all in. When I decided to commit to God, I was like, well, wait a minute now. Ain't no way I'm going to give everything to the life I used to live and give some things to God. So I wasn't, you know, you don't have to worry about me. You talked about lukewarm, the church of Laosadisa, Sadisa, Laosadia, what? Y'all sure? No, I'm just saying. But Laosadia, right? It was lukewarm. God said, I'll spit you out of your mouth. So I wasn't straddling. No, no, no. When I was out there, I was out there. Now I'm in the Lord. I'm in the Lord. Now, I get it, though, now. Why would you, if you're saying I'm, I'm committed to God, it's just like, let's go back to the stringers over here. Terrence said he committed to you, but he's still kicking it. Okay, then you're not committed to me. So why would you commit to me in the first place if you ain't going to be committed? Right? See, when I married my wife, this is it. Like it wasn't, all right, listen, now we're going to be married, but I'm still going to be doing the stuff I used to do. I just let you know when I need you. First of all, y'all know Pastor Mel wasn't going for that anyway, right? I'm saying it all bold because I got the mic, but it's not like she'd be like, okay, well, you know, we can negotiate. No, she'd be like, okay, well, then do, don't even come down the aisle, right? So I'm all in, I and mean, I've been all in since. Like, I'm not even considering nothing else. I'm not tempted, nothing. I'm all in. With the Lord, I'm all in. God's real to me. So why are we trying to do church and still do the world and still look for blessings. That's what told me, throws me. <laughs> then the world is like the, you know, the cigarette pack. The world be telling you, like, you know, if, if, you, if you keep smoking me, uh, I'm gonna kill you. And people still do it. It's a documentary. Uh, I said documentary. Could have, could have got around it if I didn't. Well, like I say, documentaries, there's plenty of documentaries out there, right? Yeah. See? <laughs> ah, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So, but the interesting thing, what I got out, see, I see stuff different. What I got out of what I saw in this particular documentary is, so people brought their people that they cared about into this environment 
with no question, no nothing. They lost people they loved in this environment. All for the sake of it looks shiny and you can be great. And it sounds good. It sounded good enough to destroy who knows how many lives. And you think that's the only situation like that. But we just constantly, we walking our people that we love and going in the environment. There's no boundaries there. Anything can happen, but you'll be okay. That's the cigarette pack. The environment is already telling you, oh, no, 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 no. You could lose your life up in here. But no, we, <laughs> we just, just throw ourselves in these environments. What does it take? Go back and research all these people and what they're exposing themselves to. We don't do that, do we? What they're worshiping, we don't do that either. We just go, but it sounds good. Yeah. Temptation has to sound good, feel good, taste good, smell good. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called temptation. Who's tempted by something that, that sounds terrible, that smells terrible, that looks terrible? Coming up, I tell the fellas, like, man, I'm not like tempted by no bats. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, if we're gonna have new beginnings, could it be true? We, we expecting God to do what? Great and mighty things. New beginners, right? Yeah, right? right? Yeah, as Misty Scripture said, as Pastor Mel said, oh, some, something gonna happen that's never happened before. Can God get something that's never happened before? From us? Okay, so at least Minister Sammy is going to give God something that's never happened before, for sure. I guess everybody else is still deciding if they want to receive a new beginning in their lives, right? All right, so, 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 all right, I'm going to close this out. So, so this year, you know, God's just going to want us to return to our original design, and that's creativity. Like, see, see, I can't even see a new beginning if I, if I, the scripture says, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, walk by faith and not by sight. So, so, so it's hard, look on the things that you can't see for they're eternal, look on the things, look on the things you see that are temporal, look on the things you can't see that are eternal, 2 Corinthians 4, 18. It's hard to believe for something you haven't seen if, if you can't see it in your mind, you can't see it in your heart. You're like, like, but what God's trying to do hasn't been done. How many times we think about taking a step towards something, but because we can't um, comprehend it or match it or control it with our mind, since we haven't seen it take place, no, this is not possible. Like we, first thing we do is try to line it up with our mind, our will. But God's will has nothing to do with your will. He's doing a new thing. There is no comparison to it. Like, like, like what you guys are going to do, no one's done. So you can't compare it to nothing. Right, right. Your process, there is nobody going through that process. So you can't compare it to nobody else. And you can't say, this too long. Or what's wrong with God? It's your process. Suppose, 
and I don't know how these people live it. But suppose Colonel Sanders did that, 67. That's when he busts out with that recipe. After going through a, a pretty much a tragedy. You have a business, it's thriving. You ain't really making no money, but it's thriving. I mean, when I say no, no money, he was making more money than me. <laughs> more money than most people in this room. But it wasn't, see, see, remember, he wanted to take you to greatness, not just great. So let's say he was great. I don't think he was great, but let's just say he was great. They shut the whole thing down, shut the business down, ran, ran, ran a highway through the area. Man, this dude just, oh, no problem, take my recipe. I'm just go door to door until somebody buys it. Now we have the KFC legend, 60 something years old. If you start to research, a lot of these people weren't like 20. I'm not saying there's people that, that, that 20 do things, but man, great preparation means greatness. It costs something. But God is, I, I, we've talked about this in this church before. God is like, can I get somebody just to embrace the whole thing? To finish it out? To complete the preparation so I can do something new in their life? So people can see how real I am because I'm doing something that's never been done before? Is there one? Yeah, we do the, is there one for the, for, the, for the doors open of the church? But is there one that will complete the process regardless of how it looks, regardless of the time, regardless of what everybody else is saying, regardless of how it has played out up to that point, the betrayals, people disregarding you, misunderstanding you, almost forgetting about you at times. Would you do that? Can I get somebody, God is saying, to reveal new beginnings to other people so they can say, whoa, this is real. Can, can I get somebody to do that? So that's what this year is about. Now, 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 this is what you'll be tempted to do. Go back into default. Now, I'm just going to say this respectfully. Default will get you the same results. And you can, you, can, you, you can tolerate those results for another year or two or three or seven, right? But it ain't them. It definitely ain't him. It's us. So, but you can go, go back to your default thinking it's them. Always coming up with a way. Uh-huh, yeah. I know it's probably Leslie probably talking about me yeah I didn't talk to her so that gotta be me then right if I haven't talked if I haven't talked to Terrell but I'm walking around going I know Terrell don't like me never did like me yeah I see you be shaking my hand and stuff at the gym but he don't really like me I ain't talked to Terrell at all well I talked to Terrell but I'm saying I ain't talked to Terrell about that so I'm, that's speculation God's saying, can we get past all the speculation, all the hoops, all the landmines, all the I'm a victim, all this little, all the things that we, we conjure up to excuse, just embrace that you're going to need faith. God has dealt every man a measure of faith. You're going to have to believe for something that you haven't seen. It's going to cost something that you can't pay without Christ. It ain't, it ain't rocket science. And no matter how it looks, God loves you. His plan is always better than yours. No matter how it looks, you got it. 
You just got to keep next best step from there. Next best step from there. Next best step from there. You're going to look up and find yourself in a place you've never seen and nobody in your family has ever seen. But you ain't going to get it at your convenience. All right, stand on your feet. That's all. That's enough. That's enough, right? That's enough. <laughs>